Rock, the musical, lands in Newcastle July 18th. Get ready to stick it to the man with the ultimate musical thrill ride based on the legendary film and with a rockin' new score from Andrew Lloyd Webber. School of Rock, the musical. Book now. Live at the Civic Theatre, Newcastle, 18th and the 20th of July. Refreshing, delicious and packed with the good stuff. It's The Juice with Louise Wilkinson on Newcastle Live Radio. Well, if there's one thing that we can say about this pandemic, it is that depression and anxiety, but a lot of the time depression is on the rise for a variety of reasons. Firstly, because of the financial pressure that families are under, the isolation, and then also the fact that a side effect of COVID and post-COVID is depression. So today we're going to dive into this very huge topic in the best way that we can with our resident herbalist, Julianne Beeston. Welcome back to The Juice, Julianne. Hi, Louise. Now, this is a huge topic, isn't it? And one that I guess uh, affects a lot of people's lives. Uh, You know, I don't know the stats off the top of my head, but there is something to be said for the fact that most people in some form will experience depression at some time in their lives. Yeah, it's thought that in Australia at least, um, depression is impacting 10% of the population. So that's huge. Yes. Um, I do just want to say though that this talk today isn't for someone currently at risk of suicide or experiencing a major depressive episode if that's you or someone you know, please contact your doctor. Um, what I'm wanting to talk about today is for people suffering from mild to moderate depression, persistent low mood, or people in recovery and wanting to stay well. Yes, fantastic. Yep, that would be great. Okay, so what does depression look like? What are our indicators that we're suffering depression as opposed to just being sad? And I don't mean to minimise being sad. Emotions are are very valid, but there is a bit of a distinction. Yeah, so I guess what you're saying is when, when is it when you're experiencing appropriate sadness to an event such as, you know, the loss of a job or, a change in life circumstances, yes. and that should be, you know, tricky but self-limiting. Depression doesn't need a trigger like that. It may have a trigger, um, but it may not, and it can be a persistent low mood accompanied by other symptoms such as a change in appetite, um, as in overeating, not having an appetite at all. You may be not able to sleep or you may be sleeping too much. You may be finding that you're avoiding friends and family, Um, you're becoming isolated and you're just not experiencing joy from things that you would otherwise enjoy. Mm, Yeah, absolutely. Um, Wading through mud is how a lot of my clients describe it. Yes. Yeah, that constant heavy feeling like you're dragging yourself around. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So what I'd like to stress that it's important to note that patients do not need to choose between a pharmaceutical approach or a natural medicine approach. You can do both. Right. So a good practitioner will want you to use what works and what suits you best. So you can use herbs and antidepressants. Okay. In fact, you should. So using antidepressants can be very good medicine 
and a wonderful way to take care of yourself. Right. So if you're at home and you've woken up and you've taken your antidepressant medication, feel proud of this. It's good self-care. Yeah. Well, I always use the argument that, uh, you know, I mean, we are getting better at accepting this and accepting that people medicate for a variety of dis- different reasons. But I always liken it when people sort of go, oh, they're on antidepressants, to the argument that if you had diabetes, you would inject insulin and nobody would bat an eyelid. Absolutely. Mm. If you're suffering from asthma, fentanyl is part of your toolkit. That's right. Yes. So, um, yeah. yeah, and look, antidepressants have come a long way in the last, um, you know, at least 20 years. There used to be some fairly uh, huge side effects to taking antidepressants, but the, they have refined that. So a lot of people are finding antidepressants that work for them. But what can they also do in a natural space to support that? Yeah, well, I like to talk about having a toolkit. So Mm. antidepressants, whether it's pharmaceutical or herbal or a mixture of both, is part of that, but it's not the full story. Right. Um, So St. John's wort, for instance, is a very commonly known herb that's used a lot for depression, and it's often the one that's self-medicated by people. Yes. And there is great evidence for this herb for use in mild to moderate depression, but it's not the one to go for if you're already on antidepressant medication. Right. So if you're already using medication, that's one to avoid. If you're not, it's a great one to start with. Other things you can use are things like um, turmeric and saffron. This will deal with the neuroinflammation that we know is part of depression. You can use a herb such as rhodiola if your depression is accompanied with low energy. And even very gentle restorative herbs like oats and lavender are wonderful. Mm -hmm. And the good thing is about using the right herbs for depression is that you've got many options and they come with very minimal side effects, if any. Yes. So that's the antidepressant part of the picture. Right. The other parts of your toolkit should be lifestyle factors. So with lifestyle, this can include things such as sleep hygiene because we know with depression there can be too much or too little sleep Mm -hmm. and there are a lot of things that you can do to help regulate this. Um, Exercise is really important. Exercise has been shown to have clinical significant benefits and this is from um, walking or running three times a week. I would aim for at least a stroll once a day to get sunshine and some vitamin D, but the research is really solid around the benefits of exercise and low mood. Mm, Yeah, for sure. And it can be free. Yeah, it can be. I mean, yeah, I mean, there's there's walking. There is a whole plethora. One of my things that I've started doing is getting up and just throwing on a yoga class or a Pilates class on YouTube onto my television. And and just getting moving in a gentle way, I carry injuries. Uh, but I've yep. noticed in myself that in the past I've used those injuries as an excuse not to exercise. But I've yep. found a modality that works for me and then doesn't cause or inflame that injury and it's making me feel so much better. Perfect. Mm. With exercise, it's important to note that when you're feeling depressed, every fibre of your being won't want you to do it. 
because everything's hard. Everything feels hard yes. when you're suffering from depression. But I would say, you know, do it anyway. So an example that someone gave me, which I loved, was she put on um, Nutbush by Tina Turner to yeah. show her kids, you know, her version of school disco moves. Yes. And she did it with her kids and said, oh, I felt great. It was three minutes and I felt great. So that's a simple thing that you can do daily that takes less than five minutes. You can be as daggy as you want and have lots of fun in your own home and you will feel better. That's amazing. I love that. Yeah. So and we can all get our nut bush on. Yeah. And I really think, I mean, when we when we sort of we're diagnosed with, with say, an injury or yeah. uh, something like that, we do come up with a whole plan with lots of different elements that are going to help us recover from this injury. We need to yeah. look at mental health and depression specifically in the same way, as you say, with a toolkit that has a whole load of different things in it that are going to support us. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so food is part of that toolkit yeah. because we know that we need certain nutrients to um, build our neurotransmitters and that gut health, I mean, we make our serotonin in, in the gut. Yeah. So food is important, but I never really push it initially with my clients suffering from depression. I'm just happy if they're managing to eat. But yeah. it's certainly something that we put in our toolkit as someone gets better. Yeah, yeah. So I do want to talk to about um, psychology or some sort of therapy because quite often people will come in and say, look, I've tried it, it didn't work. Mm. Um Find the right practitioner. We know when it comes to psychology and counselling that that therapeutic relationship is what is really healing. So find the right fit. There will be someone out there who works for you. Plus, you know, it can be a hard gig living with a condition like depression. So even if you're just finding someone to talk through the realities of it, it can be really invaluable. Yeah, 100%. And yeah, finding that that right fit for you as a therapist. If the first one that you go to doesn't feel like a fit, keep looking. Uh, you know, and therapists have, are amazing as well with social media. Like I can think of one, for example, that uh, she will give little tips and tricks on her Instagram and it gives you an insight into who she is and whether that is someone that you will bond with. And a lot of practitioners are actually doing that now and it's very helpful to sort of get an idea for who the person is and not flying blind. Absolutely. Mm. And practitioners know about the importance of the therapeutic relationship. So they won't mind if you go for a session and decide that, you know what, we're not the right fit. Yeah. Because they want the right fit too. They'll be better at their job. Yes. Yeah, 100%. Ah, Gillian, this has just been a really, like, incredible discussion and I know that we've only scratched the surface but it does give people the idea that, uh, you know, there is a lot to – think about and put into your toolkit to support you if you are experiencing depression. And I also would like to say that, as Julianne said earlier, that we are not um, talking to people who may be uh, having suicidal tendencies. And if that is you, you can call Lifeline on 13 11 14 24 7. They, are, they also offer a tech service and an online chat. So you can reach out to them if you are in that space at any time. 
Julianne, thank you so much for your input today. I love this discussion and I love the fact that uh, natural therapies can support pharmaceutical in terms of a treatment plan for depression. So thank you for sharing. My pleasure, Louise. 